Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bove and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, it's always game day in Buffalo, here on the Odyssey Network, the original Odyssey podcast. You can find us on the Odyssey app, WGR Sports Radio 550, and of course, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you pod. And Sal Sports, YouTube, go there. Lots of great stuff happening on the YouTube channel. Lots of new viewers all the time. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We're close to 5,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel, Matt. So we got to get oh, up. Cool. Come on, folks. Subscribe. Let's go. Let's get to five. We need like 200 more subscribers to get to 5,000. So really uh, proud and thankful for all of you who've done that. All right. Thursday night. We have now the latest report as we're, again, this is very fluid. Right before we went on here. I read Tom Pelissero report that now Travis Kelsey is actually a game time decision and he's going to test the knee before the game. So we went from, oh my God, could Travis Kelsey be out for the season to, oh, by the way, he might actually play on Thursday night. I don't know. It seems a little bit more of a probably leaning the other way, the way everything's gone, but maybe he does wind up playing. Mm-hmm. Then you add in there the fact that they have some receivers that have some question marks about them. Um, they do not have Chris Jones, obviously, on the defensive side. I'll just ask you, Matt. Can the Detroit Lions pull the upset Thursday night? Can they? Yeah. Will they? No. It's still Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. That's kind of my thing. I think everything else would tell you, yeah, you like the Lions' chances of winning this game, but it's still Patrick Mahomes. I, I think Patrick Mahomes could have a wide receiver group of me, you, and Mike, our you know, producer, and he might still have a chance to win this game. So uh, it's going to be a close game. I am so excited to watch football again. I'm excited for the matchup because I think it could be a good one. The Lions defense, though, isn't particularly intimidating. It's not an outstanding group. So that's why I think they'll still be able to go put up their ho-hum 30 points. It feels like the Chiefs start fast every single year. So what do the Lions have to score? Probably 30 to be able to have a chance. And while they're capable of doing that, I'm not banking on Jared Goff and, you know, I like Amon Ross St. Brown a lot. I don't know what to expect from Jameer Gibbs, but I'm not banking on that, you know, every single time. Like if I was betting on the game, I would bet on the Chiefs. You know, it's a four and a half to five point spread. I might lean the Lions on the points because I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be closer than people think. I don't think this is a blowout because I think the Chiefs do have um, some issues they're going to have to overcome. And I'm really interested what that Chiefs defensive line looks like. Chris Jones not there. I know Clark no longer there. Carlos Mm -hmm. Dunlop they had for the second half of the year. No longer there. I think it's gonna be really interesting. Will the uh, Lions be able to move the ball on them? And maybe it is a higher scoring game over under, by the way, 
in the game. Actually, I don't, uh, let me see real quick. I'm just going to do the over. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go ahead. 52 and a half. Actually, that is in one spot. It's 53 to 53 and a half in most spots. But yeah, that's nice. crazy, right? That's a pretty nice. high over under. By the way, think that the Bills total is 46 and a half. Yeah. It strikes well. me as a bit high. Uh, it strikes oh, me as a bit high. You think it's low. I think these two deep. I think these two defenses, we talk them up so much. Like, are we not giving them enough credit? Well, when I think of that, you got to split, you got to figure out how does the math work out. So you said it's 46 and a half. Yeah. And the Bills are favored by two. So it's 24 22 would be the like, like 24 total, yeah. 24 22 around there. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm about right. Yeah. About okay. right. I, I actually would have thought a little bit higher. I would have thought okay. like 48 and a half, even though they're very good defenses. Still, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's right. If the if the if the game is 28-24, is anybody saying, "Oh my gosh, that was a barn burner"? You know, it's like, oh no, it's two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL going at it. All right, then we have on Sunday. You talked about you know getting there early, watching football. I'll actually be in the air with the team through most of the second half of the first game. So, like, because the team leaves on the day before the game, I fly as mm-hmm. part of the radio crew with the team. I don't exactly know what time we're taking off as of right now, but, and it's a short flight, which is fine. I won't be able to watch a lot of the one o'clock games. By the time we get to the hotel, I can sit down and watch some of the four o'clock games, but those one o'clock games will basically be ending when I'm getting to the hotel. So you enjoy watching it because I'll have to get on my phone and try and figure out what's going on. And the other, and the games that I'm very interested in, there are quite a few of them. The one that stands out to me, Bengals Browns one o'clock is super interesting. Um, 49ers Steelers. I think that's going to be a heck of a football game. I'm higher on the Steelers than most people. They had a great preseason, but even before that, I was talking them up. I think they could be really good this year, but they're in a very tough division. And of course, San Francisco favored by a lot of people to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. And obviously with Brock Purdy, now Nick Bosa with his contract right there. Anything else, anything stand out to you about the early games, the one o'clock games? No, the only other game that I'm interested in is it's a weird one probably, but I I would like to see Saints Titans and I want to see it more for the Saints than I want to see it for the Titans. I know that's not a huge impact for the Bills or anything like that, but I'm curious to be what to see what the Saints could be this year because I think Mm -hmm. they might be a sleeper team. I think they could, you know, have a nice rebound year. I like Derek Carr more than I think some people like Derek Carr. I think he could kind of stabilize that offense, and they've got a good defense, and I think they could be a pretty good team. The 1 o'clock slate, honestly, is kind of uninspiring, but it's just the first week of football, so we're excited about it. Besides the two games you said, there's really not anything. I don't really care about Panthers-Falcons. Texans, Ravens, the Ravens are going to walk all over them. The Jags mm-hmm. are going to smoke the Colts. The Vikings are going to beat the Bucks. So, And the Commanders and Cardinals are, you know, going to play patty cake at the 50 yard line. So I don't exactly know what game I'll try and watch. It'll probably be honestly Steelers 49ers because that game I think is definitely the most interesting. The Browns game is interesting too, because it's like, what is Deshaun Watson? There's a lot of people who think the Browns could have a great season this year. Yeah. There's also a lot of people who think they're far and away the worst team in their own division. So and you have the Joe Burrow situation too. Like what, what is yeah. because of his injury status? I mean, is he going to be didn't, full Joe Burrow? <laughs> didn't who beat the, who beat the Bengals week one last year? Wasn't it the Browns? The Steelers. Steelers. The Steelers. Okay. And the Bengals, yeah. lo- Bengals had lost their uh, long snapper. Remember? Mm-hmm. And it, it really hurt them. By the way, how about the Steelers? Two years in a row. Last year, they go to Cincy and win. The year before they go to Buffalo and win. I mean, Mike Tomlin knows how to get his team ready. Yeah, for sure. That's the, right. I'm, I've slowly, become a Steelers believer this year. I don't think they're like a Super Bowl contender. I'm glad I, I got think, you there. I think I appreciate it, Sal. 
I think they might be a playoff team, though. I, yeah, I really I, do. I think it comes down to do three teams from the AFC East make it, or do the Steelers have a good enough record that they beat out one of those teams? Because I'm pretty yeah. confident at least two teams from the AFC East are going to make it. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In the four o'clock window, you have five 425 p.m. games. These are all 425 Eastern time games. I think the big one for us to watch is Dolphins Chargers. That should oh, be interesting. For sure. the, the Dolphins go out to play the Chargers week one. The Bills go out to play the Chargers Christmas weekend. Like it's opposite sides of the spectrum here of when these two teams play. Eagles Patriots also obviously in the AFC East, but man, these two games, especially Dolphins Chargers to me, could say could tell us. I mean, it's week one, right? I, I'm probably being a little over dramatic because obviously a lot of things change. I'll be the first to tell you that. Could tell us a lot about both teams. I guess that's the cliche. Yeah, absolutely. I think that huh, it's a tough one. <clears throat> What's the line? You have the lines in front of you? I would I imagine the Chargers are slightly favored. They're probably like favored by two and a half or something is my guess. Just uh, the line in that game is three. Chargers favored by three. Okay, so I think I like the Chargers in that game, but I'm – this is like the running joke on the podcast higher on the dolphins than I think most people are. I think the <laughs> dolphins are the second best team in the AFC East right now. So mm-hmm. they could absolutely go there and have a couple dynamic plays and win that game. That would not be out of the question at all. Packers bears. I mean, I mean, these two teams, obviously traditional, they're opening the season and, you know, I think there's intrigue there with Jordan love. There's intrigue with Justin Fields in year number three, but not necessarily something you're, you know, making must see TV Raiders Broncos. Also, I think that's just because of, what we are going to expect from the Broncos this year with Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, can it be anything different than last year? Obviously, it's going to be different in some way. We'll see what that is. And the Raiders are the Bills' week two opponent if you want to get a, a look ahead to them. How about Eagles-Patriots? Do the Eagles just go to New England and walk all over them? The line's weird, right? The Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites or something, which tells you you should hammer the Eagles, but mm. that's what they want you to do, yeah. right? Why do, the, <laughs> why do the Patriots hang around in this game more than everybody is giving them credit for? I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't think the Eagles are going to go in there and walk all over them. I think I think the Patriots are going to be one of those teams that plays every single game tough this year. Win, loss, whatever it is, they're going to just kind of hang around in the games. And I think that that's what they're going to do against the Eagles. The Eagles are going to win, but I don't know. There, there's a reason people are jumping all over that line, and that's what Vegas wants you to do. So it's interesting. All right. What do you got? What do you, what do you want to... Uh end this with before we head out to our first game of the season we gotta end it with our predictions for the bills jets game you want to go first you want me to go first oh i don't know if i can do a prediction here i think i have to save it for uh uh, for a plat for my platform later um but i can i guess i'll sneak one in i'm gonna pick the bills to win i think it's a lower scoring game that's what i'll Mm -hmm. say i don't know if i'll give you exact score let's see i think bills get into the low 20s and maybe keep the jets around um you know high teens to 20 and i and i think that would be amazing right if that happens so I'm thinking like 20 to 17, something in that area, maybe 21, 20, something in that. I mean, it's going to be a close game. I think lower scoring than what the implied total is. Man, it could be Rodgers and Kelly. Uh, Kelly. could be Rodgers and Josh Allen just going off, though, right? Maybe we see something like that. I'm going to pick the Bills to win a close game, low scoring. Bills 
27. Jets. This might give you a little drum roll noise. Can you do it? I can't do it. You're, oh, you're yeah. good at it. I'm a drummer. Yeah. Thank you. Jets 26. Bills win by one. Woo! They, right. do not co- they do not cover the spread, but they win the game. I think these teams are very close. I give the edge to Josh Allen because I think he is the second or third best player in the entire world right now. And the Bills start the season with a sneaky win or a very, you know, close game. And I think it sets them up for a nice little run that they should be able to go on the next couple of weeks. We will talk to you after that game. Thank you so much for staying with us all off season. But now the real season, the regular season is here. Let's enjoy it. Let's have fun. We'll talk about Bill's Jets next time we talk to you on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. For our producer doing a great job, Mike Rabier. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm Sal Capaccio. Matt, safe travels to New Jersey slash New York, and we'll talk to you then, buddy. See you guys.